Uh, hello, it's good to see you guys. I love to see your faces. If you can come on camera, it makes me feel less of a weirdo. I know I'm talking to someone. What's going on, Serena? <laughs> oh, hey, girl. What's going on, Jess? I'm glad some of you guys are able to take this break, like during your lunch breaks or whatever, just to give this time to really be kind to yourself. I was talking with a client yesterday during client support day, and she was talking about how she had this really big breakthrough. And she was talking about how uh, basically not seeing what we do as something that is in a space to, um, trying to think of the right word. I always think of like the word can't, like, I can't do this. I can't do that. You know, it's actually, I get to, because it's a, a way it's, it's not a way to be mean to yourself. It's a way to be kind to yourself. Right. So being able, and, and we talk about that in the life book. Right. But, uh, I don't know. Why I brought, I don't know. Why I just said that, but that was basically, <laughs> basically, I was just thinking about that of today. Like these are, we're going to be talking about like how you can be kind to yourself, taking this time for this call is uh, a way to be kind to yourself and to continue to continue to love yourself through the summer. So anyway, before we get started, you guys, I do have, I've been kind of in like when it's my turn, I like to have the slides. I just like to have the slides. It helps me guide myself and I'm a visual person. And I know some of you guys are too. Um, but what I'd love to hear from you guys is feel free to hop off mute. You can just raise your hand, hop off mute, or you can pop it in the chat. I would love to hear how are you winning big or small? I want to hear something. Maybe it's something outside of health, but like, what's like, this is our community. This is our people. You're showing up well for yourself. You might as well get the most out of it. Right? So I love to hear what is going well, or I might just be like, yo, I'm going to need to hear that from you. I am going to give myself props. I'm going to brag on myself. I'm really proud of myself. Um, getting started on a 30 day uh, challenge active, active, um, I'm being, working on my act, my being, being more active. I'm working on my nutrition. I'm working on my mindset. I'm working on my sleep and I'm working on my water. And if you guys are not part of a 30 day challenge, there are some of us coaches who are, have been talking about it. And I would say, just reach out to your coach. If you're like, Ooh, I want to be in on this and we'll make sure that you get plugged in somewhere. We're on day two. So no worries. You're not behind, but if that's something where you would like to get reset in as well, um, would love that. Um, Kristen's getting back into the gym. Love it. Energy is high. That's what's up. Amber, Tamara. Yeah, you guys have 27 people in your group. I love it. We've got, we've got a great number of people, some great energy. So good. Okay. So today you guys, what we're going to be talking about is, and I'm going to pull up my slides here, but we're going to be chatting about what can be sucking your energy. Okay. So, and not just about like what sucks your energy, but how we can like flip the script, right? I'm all about problem solving. I'm not about complaining. You know, it's like, but how can we solve for that? Right. So I'm going to share my screen and Kristen, if you would give me the thumbs up, if you could like, if things look good here, I'm going to get things rocking. Okay. Wonderful. And you're my backup girl. If anyone needs to be get let in, thank you so much. Okay. So my friends, I've been thinking about this because, well, look how, look how sad this picture is. That's us sometimes. Right. I, I just went for the most dra dramatic picture possible. It's like us just like 
over here dead in the, the desert, no big deal. But really some of the things that can be sucking the life out of us, um, especially summertime when things are a little less structured, there seems to be more opportunity for these things to kind of creep up, um, but how we can kind of flip things around, okay? So one of them is your sleep routine. As we know, Dr. Anderson talks about your sleep routine, right? And it's kind of one of those underrated macro habits of health, but some of the things that I was thinking about when we have a horrible sleep routine, um, we, I'm guilty of this, like texting, like right before bed. Um, another one is gosh, like sometimes I wake up and go use the restroom in the middle of the night. And then I'm like, I can't sleep. Then I'll be on my phone again. Um, sometimes it's having wine right before bed because it's supposed to calm me down. Right. Nah. So, so what I want to preface with, with this, all of this, you guys, is before I kind of dive into this, just take, take some notes on some things that like resonate with you of maybe on each slide deck, something that resonates with you. Don't feel like you have to ferociously like write things down. Maybe you're already implementing some of these things and that's fabulous. Okay. But just for an example, like not having your electronics even near your bed, like go set it on your dresser, right? I use mine for alarm, so I kind of need it in my room, right? Um, Another one is not having cat, like, well, some people are drinking caffeine all day, but my big one is not having alcohol right before bed. And then another one, just thinking about this is sometimes we can lay up in bed and you're just thinking about like twiddling your thumbs and then you're thinking about all the things you have to do for the next day. I mean, raise your hand if that's you sometimes and you're like, oh my gosh, I got to put this in my phone so I don't forget, right? That's also me at night. All the things I'm going to do come Tuesday, get ready for this slide. Um, I challenge you guys to put in your planner, like what to expect for the next day. What are some possible obstacles that you're going to have for the next day, right? And how you're going to, and then plug it into your calendar of how you're going to go kick some booty, you know? Okay. Just trying to get all my stuff kind of squared away so I can see everything. Jessica Budjanowski just said your name really messed up, but <laughs> I can see you. Did I get it right? Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, this is another one, you guys, that's been a game changer for me. Being Coming back to being like super addicted to our phones, and I'm just gonna own it, that's me, may not be you, but you know, it's a big piece of like how I support you guys, how I show up for my business, how I show up for my family, how I show up on social media. That's where I have my personal development for like um, like my Bible app, like all the things. So it's it's just there a lot. But one of my goals for you guys is to make an attempt to start to move forward in the morning where the very first thing that you're not doing is scrolling. Okay. One of my, one, so one of the books that I read a long time ago is Miracle Morning by Hal Alrod, I think it is, or Elrod. Um, it's, it's a classic. It's so good. And it really talks about how you can get the most out of your day, but it always starts with your morning and setting your intentions and doing the work. So these are some of my, like, try, try these things. Um, these are some things that I do first thing in the morning. I go drink water before I touch my phone, um, glass of water twice. So basically you just need to drink lots of water, um, make your bed, right? We, we know that how you do one thing is how you tend to do all things in life. I believe that. And gratitude, like starting your day with gratitude. I, I start my, my morning every day with like three things I'm grateful for. 
I, and I additionally write three things that have to get done. And then I have three words that I use that are going to be to describe me. So if, if it's kindness or joyful, I also elaborate. So how am I going to show up in kindness? Oh, I'm going to send a sweet text to my husband versus like, dude, you ever going to do your laundry? You know, things like that. Move your body. These are all things that you're going to get from Miracle Morning. In our client support page, I will send you guys um, some of the links that I do have as I share things today. So you can get yourself moving in a shaken, go buy yourself this book, that sort of thing. Okay. Game changing. Allison. Allison is a go-getter. Like I've, I stay with Allison a lot. Like we just vacation a lot together just as friends, but also um, with work and the girl, I'll like wake up <laughs> and the girl's like, yeah, I've been up since 4.30 a.m. I've done my morning mantra. I have my sage out. She's like, mm, she's all Zen and ready to go. I just ran a marathon and she's, <laughs> she's just amazing. So anyways, I look up to Allison a lot in those ways. Um, okay. Not moving your booty. You guys, this is kind of embarrassing to say, but I'm a former teacher. And so I would be walking everywhere all day. I would get at least like 15,000 steps in. As a health coach now, embarrassingly enough, I get far less exercise when I'm not being intentional because I'm sitting here, right? Sitting is the new smoking. Yes, we heard that from convention. Sitting is like the new smoking. Let that sit with you. Dude, most people have office jobs. I'm a freaking health coach and I'm sitting here in a chair. <laughs> but without intention, um, yeah, you're not gonna get your steps in, you guys. It's just what it is. And so I, I'm just, this, this uh, one is a little bit wordy, but I do want to share with you guys like a thousand years ago, like it was all about like protecting yourself and you were in motion all the time. You were out grabbing your berries. I don't know, <laughs> doing the things like you're out moving into shaking. Right. And now rather than it being an estimated 3000 minutes a week, it's around 300 would be like a good week. You're considered active, which is great. That's probably around like 30 minutes a day. Right. And that I think for all of us is a really great goal. If that's not, you know, if that hasn't been you, right. Like how can we, rather than saying I can't. Um, so those are in just like another little statistic, 20 minutes of activity a day dramatically lowers the risk of heart disease. Like, I don't know about you, but I'm 37. I'll be 37 later on this month, but I don't know about you guys, but like, those are the kinds of things that I am starting to think about, or maybe you already are thinking about. Those are the kinds of things that I don't want to have to worry about, you know? And it's not just like this myth or myth, right? This is real stuff, you know? So rather than like sitting around worrying about it, do something about it. So some of the things that you can pull from the, you know, your life book, they talk about neat. Basically it's, it's with like, without having like a planned exercise, it's just the stuff that you can add into your day. Right. It's like per, uh, parking further away than like trying to get the closest spot. Save that for the older people, people, <laughs> you know, take the spot out there, get some extra steps in, um, brain breaks studies show anyways, that if you're spending more than three hours of just like hammering it on your computer or whatever you're doing, you're actually not being as conducive to your time and you're not getting as much stuff done. So you actually do need brain breaks. So take that time to give yourself 10 minutes to go walk around the loop around your house 
or do a quick YouTube workout. There are so many free YouTube videos out there. There really is no excuse, right? It's just a matter of loving yourself enough and being kind to yourself enough to see, to say like, actually I do deserve this. And when I take this break for myself, I'm going to show up so much better for the work that I do need to get done. Right. Okay. Play tag with your kids for 10 minutes. That's so cute. Win-win. You know what I say? I win. I win every time. <laughs> Holding on to anger and resentment. Okay. I don't know about you, but I've got life. Anyone else got life? Right. I wish it could be a lot easier uh, said than done, but we all have life and we all have had certain things happen in our world. Right. But holding on, so Buddha says, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting another person to die. So it's just holding on to that nastiness um, just really isn't good, you guys. It's not good for ourselves and it does nothing to them, right? So rather than thinking about how you have been done wrong and holding on to resentment and anger, yeah, there's some people who are playing below the line. There are certain things that happen in life that are not okay right? But I am constantly reminded of, and I'm actively practicing that I am the one in charge of me. Ultimately, I am in control of my actions. I'm in control of my thoughts. So it's not like that we don't fall below the line in our thinking and have crappy thoughts and become ang angry or have resentment, but it's like, how long do we choose to sit in it? Something that happened five years ago, is that really serving you today? How long are you going to let that burden sit with you, right? So some things to try. Journaling. Big fan of journaling, of just sharing the thoughts. Therapy. I'm actively going to therapy right now. That's the best dang thing that I've done for myself in a very long time. <laughs> Stop Challenge Shoes from Dr. Anderson. That's where the awareness comes from, right? Stopping yourself, challenging that thought, huh? And then making that decision of how you want to follow up with that thought, right? Or how about the 1% rule? My, what that means to me is like, is thinking about it as, as far as like stop challenge shoes, right? Stopping and thinking about, could there be a 1% chance that I could be wrong on this? Could there be a 1% chance that that person didn't actually mean it that way, right? So, giving yourself that permission to stay open and curious because oftentimes what my therapist told me is I can make the decision of like that person totally meant that, but she reminded me, she's like, Kaylee, most people don't even know what they're thinking day in and day out with their own emotions <laughs> because people are going around life, not being aware. Okay. So let's not make that decision for them of how they really feel about things. Um, last up, Element four and element 23 is all about mindset. You guys, I come to those and I come to them often. And if you want to stop sitting in the drama, which I know you guys are here for a reason, more than weight loss, more than just weight loss, it's going to take the mindset work because it's the drama that fills our heads and how we choose to respond to life. And oftentimes it's with things that don't really serve us. And part of it is having crappy thoughts. All right. Next up, not getting enough sunlight back to like sitting is the new smoking. I mean, unless I'm sitting outside, maybe having a beer with my best friends, like 
I'll sit outside and I'll absorb the sunlight that way. <laughs> but what basically what I'm saying, you guys, is we need we need that serotonin. That's a great natural way to get that serotonin. Um, and what can happen if we're not getting that sunlight or that vitamin D, it can be, it is linked to depression, right? Reduced energy. So if you're feeling in a funk, get outside in that sunshine, have some energy rich, um, vitamin D foods, take the supplements, do the things to be kind to yourself. So just to kind of wrap things up, you guys, the last way that I think that can give you some really great energy that's not an energy sucker is this, you know, this group right here. Like this is something that I look forward to every single week. This is something that I know I need for myself. And it might be something for you guys to explore. Some of you have, some of you guys have been with us for years. Some of you guys are brand new to this. And my question for you is, have you just explored the thought of it, of joining our team, starting to share this with others, being kind to yourself and in, in growing your community of people, you know? So I'm going to go ahead and stop share. I had a fun finding those pictures. Those are just some of our coaches. And uh, I really just, and honestly, I didn't see the chat, but like, I would love for you guys to, before we kind of roll into some other stuff, those are my top nuggets, but what are some things that you guys do? Like when you feel like you're caught in like having that energy being sucked out of you, you're not in a good headspace. The energy sucking stuff. What are some things that you do to pivot? To boost your energy, to be in a good headspace. Is it like sitting down, reading a book, taking a bubble bath? I journal, I journal my thoughts. Cause I think for me, like what I've learned over the years with Optavia is that sometimes it's just a thought. And sometimes these thoughts are triggering emotions and sometimes all the time actually, but really we're, it's available to us to change the thought and it changes the emotion and it changes the response. And I remember when I first started getting coached on that, it just sounded like, okay, <laughs> change the thought. But the first step, like what Kaylee's saying is really just being aware and then focusing on once you, once you get really good at becoming aware of the energy sucking things, cause you might not even be conscious of them right now. The awareness is when you're like, oh, Hey, this comes up a lot here. And then working together with your coach or yourself or the community to figure out why, what story or energy is creating that thought for me. And is it possible, like what Kaylee said, is it possible that maybe that's not even true? My husband works at the university and yesterday he and I went out for a walk. I could tell he's like a verbal processor and needs to talk about it. And he kept coming into my office and like pacing. And I'm like, dude, do you need to like talk and walk? He was like, yes, yes, I do. So we go for a walk and he's like, tell me all this stuff, like at work, how his boss is making him put in this PowerPoint. And my husband doesn't have his PhD, but he works in the mechanical engineering department where everyone does have their PhDs. And so there's clearly some stories that he has that he brought to this. And he's like, they're like micromanaging me and making me submit my, my, um, my, my uh, file ahead of time and burp, burp, burp. Anyway. And I'm like, could it be true that like, 
maybe something else is happening. But anyway, he just texted me a little bit ago and he's like, um, they didn't just ask me to submit it. They asked everyone in the department, all the PhDs to submit theirs. And I was like, he wasn't the special <laughs> snowflake. No. And I'm like, oh, so this wasn't about PhD or non-PhD. It really was mm. about like your manager style. Oh, so, it, his, what was his story that he, because he doesn't story, have his PhD, they got, they need to micromanage him to be, because, yeah, he because he's not smart or he can't, he's going to mess it up. And like all of these stories that we all carry around that, you know, when you work in an academic environment and like, he's in the physics department, like these are like really nerdy people. He's very smart. <laughs> yeah. Well, he is super smart, but he doesn't have the degree that says he's smart. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and so he, anyway, we all have these stories and baggage and it yep. was just interesting watching that unfold yesterday and where he was like, yeah, he's like that 1% thing. And I'm like, mm. yeah. I practice it. I practice, I, I practice it. It's not being perfect, but it's just like, anytime you feel like that irk or you're just noticing yourself, not feeling good. It's not feeling right. It's like, okay, what, what can I do? What can I do to be in control of my thoughts right now? How can I challenge that thought I might be having right now? What's up, Tamara? Well, Kaylee, that was great. That was really great. I love those slides. That great reminders in there. Um, my husband and I have practiced this for several years. We learned it from someone else, so I can't take take claim to fame here, but it works for us. Mm -hmm. If he comes home and he's just riled up and something's going on, we have the five minute rule. He's got five minutes to just gripe about it, tell me all about it, and then <laughs> let's let it go. Uh, and then it's the same with me. Only every once in a while I'll say, can I have five extra minutes? I just need a little extra time. <laughs> <laughs> but we just spit it out and then mm. it's it seems to, you know that it's just that release that I got this out and now I can settle into this space and let that go because oh. just like you said did the person really mean it anyway you know right. or do we just read so much into it so let's just let it go and, right. and be happy again yeah well releasing those thoughts in some form of way so that's great that you and your husband have, like have that safe space to be able to do that together and that's kind of like what like also you know, why journaling can be a great thing. If you've ever noticed like kids, how they release their emotions, right? It's a, actually a very natural thing and it's unhealthy to just store all of those things in and block all that stuff because then you can't release it and then get past it. And it's going to sit there with you for a very long time, right? Or get a therapist, real big fan. Just say that again. 